This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's what I was really upset about last night and still again today is, okay, Dan Campbell has taken on this aggressive style of coaching, right? And he's mentioned it before. He doesn't want to be that conservative coach. He doesn't want to leave opportunities out there. He's talked about his time as the interim head coach of Miami and thought that if he ever had that chance again, he was never going to be a conservative guy. So we have these fourth down decisions and he – more times than not, decides that he's going to be aggressive. We've got this aggressive style of coach. And and I could, on the sidelines, if I was there coaching with them, I would debate that. I would argue with him. But then when the decision's made, okay, it's made. We're going with it. We don't get it. Fine. So be it. As a fan right now, I'm looking at going, I can accept that as long as you're consistent with your aggressive nature. Yeah. With two minutes left to go in the game, with 144 left to go in the game, you just talked about the fact that, hey, the, the crowd was going bonkers. They had sacked Geno Smith on the three-yard line. You forced them to punt from the back of the end zone. You get the ball. You get a return. What was the crowd like after the return? I mean, they had all the momentum on their side. Um, and Dixon blasted that punt, and he just hit it a little too far. He outkicked his coverage. Yeah. yeah and I think Khalif, both you and I did that in our, in our marriages. Yeah, well, 100%. <laughs> I think, but, you know, Khalif brings it up to the 50, and you're looking saying, okay, wow, you know, a minute, 50, I think, was left on the clock. You already got the ball at the halfway point. I mean, you only need about 20 yards to get in the field goal range. Uh, who's thinking of that, though, man? Like, you got a chance to go win this thing. And I was like you, where Dan Campbell had been so aggressive the entire game. And then to seemingly, and he admitted this, he said it after the game in his press conference, that his number one goal was don't give the ball back to Seattle. And me and you were sitting there thinking, well, Shouldn't be the number one goal be trying to win this game yeah. right now. I don't care if you score in that first play and there's a minute and a half. If you still got a four-point lead, that's football, man. Go out there and get a stop, right? It just it kind of went against the identity of being aggressive. Yeah. And I get it when you get the ball back at the 50 and you're saying, okay, we don't want to give the ball back. Obviously, you don't want to give the ball back because you're down three points. I mean, it's not a tie game. Right. The other team's not going to go march down and try to get a field goal and be aggressive themselves. Uh, but after the first two plays, you pick up you know, 12 yards on the first play. You pick up 11 yards on the second play. You've got a minute at, at five left, first and 10 at the 27-yard line. And then they just kind of let the clock run out. Don't run another play until 35 seconds left. And then they kind of just go, you know, run, incomplete, check down. It's third and six. I'm not asking you to try to force the ball into the end zone, but at that point, wouldn't you at least try to throw it to the sticks and keep the drive going and say, hey, if we pick this first down up, we're burning timeout. Now we're going for the end zone. I just thought that 
in the in the uh, no matter the ups and downs of that game, you still had a chance late in that game to go get uh, a touchdown, go try to at least score a touchdown, and uh, to just kind of play for the field goal and play for the tie, leaving it up to you know a coin flip in overtime was just uh, it went completely against you know the the yeah. identity of Dan Campbell. So just so everybody, I know everybody that's that's watching or listening probably watched the game. One forty four left to go in the game. You get the ball back at the fifty yard line. You have three. Or you have all three timeouts. And the very first play, because the clock is stopped, is snapped at 144. It's a 12-yard completion. And they don't run another play until 105. And I'm not saying you got to use a timeout at that time, but you don't use the entirety of the play clock. You Even if you want to huddle up, you call a play, you get up to the line of scrimmage, and you save yourself 10 or 15 seconds. You snap it, and you go. It's 11 yards. And now at that time, you can call a timeout because you're going to be sit, you're sitting at the 23-yard line. Thinking to yourself, or 27 yard line, thinking to yourself, okay, we're, we've got a field goal now. Now we've got to figure out how do we either convert a first down? We've used a timeout. We've got two left. You should probably have about a minute 15 left on the clock. Let's just say you burn a lot of time. You got a minute five left on the clock at that time. And you are operating under the assumption that we want to get a touchdown. That's the thing that absolutely blows my mind is they, instead of going for the touchdown, they go for the tie which they get, they don't want to give the ball back to the defense or back to Seattle if they were to score a touchdown. And there's 30 seconds left on the clock. Seattle had two timeouts left. I would much prefer that they go the length of the field with two timeouts with 30 seconds, knowing that they got to score a touchdown, not just kick a field goal, instead of, hey, Leaving up to a coin toss, you lose the coin yeah. toss. Now they've got ten minutes to do whatever the hell they want in overtime. <laughs> yeah, and we and never a, see the ball in a tie game, and basically gave them a second uh, second life, so to say. Yeah, right. It that, just that it just it, that was the point. It, that was the point where it was like, okay, where's the killer instinct at? Yeah. Let's go right and just we didn't. I mean, it was just a it, like I said, the pick six, the fumble coming out of halftime. Yeah. There was a lot of things that went against you. The defense. Seemingly, seemingly in the second half, couldn't stop anything. Um, even with that being said, you had a chance to go finish. You had a chance to yeah. throw a knockout blow, and uh, you didn't do it. But you know what, John? I mean, that's football. You know, this is a long season. I guarantee you this isn't going to be the only disappointing loss the Lions no, have this year. No. We know there's more coming. Um, but with that being said, uh, the concern level – uh, seemingly was, I mean, there wasn't much concern level coming out of Kansas city. We were all riding high for a yeah. week and a half. Uh, the concern level starting to go up just a little bit more because some of the issues that we thought were going to be issues before the season, when we talk about, Hey, who's going to be an impact player on the defensive line. Right. I mean, Hutchinson has been a guy that stood out against Kansas city yesterday was a frustrating game. Really not a lot of pressure from anybody up there. Okay. Hey, who's going to be the other wide receivers, you know, that step up that can make big plays down the field. Uh, Josh Reynolds had a couple of those, but um, you kind of look at those two spots and you're like, man, like it's, you hope this doesn't continue to be a trend that's going to start hurting this team. Um, hopefully the injuries aren't much of a concern. I asked coach about him yesterday. I think we all know Houston's probably going to be out for a while. There was news that broke this morning. Uh, might be an ankle that uh, is yeah. going to sideline him for a while, but you know, he didn't mention anybody else is kind of being too severe. I know, obviously, Monday they they go through their checkups and get more clarification. But um, just wish, man, 
you wish you saw that killer instinct at the end of the first or at the end of the end of the fourth quarter. They just had a chance, and like I said, Seattle Seattle took advantage of it. The Lions did not. 